Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Hey, everybody. I'm so surprised. I didn't know that I was... Sometimes you meet somebody. Oh. Just blows your mind. Oh, pretty good. Sometimes you don't know what to do, but you gotta go back to the show shack. Has anybody seen my lady? She stood about five foot five. She had a sad little walk in, the baddest thing alive. The woman set me free, y'all. Beautiful day out here. It's probably gonna hit ninety. Wow. So we'll kick some ass today and uh see where it takes us. Hey, you know, I forgot to ask you, how's that new wheelchair? Did you get it? Yeah. Uh I'll tell you, it's uh it's not as good as the one that I had. Really? Because well, they're, they're readjusting it. It was more or less for a smaller guy. And 
did all the readjustments, but now they they got to bring me a new seat because the seat uh -huh. was in, was too small for the way they readjusted the seat, uh, the chair. They do all kinds okay. of crazy things. But without these chairs, boy, I'd be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, the technology is amazing, isn't it? I'll tell you, it kept me alive all these years because uh, it's hard for me to get up from a low position. And, right. the, 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 and the chair just, boom, zips me right up, zips me down. <laughs> it's amazing. And, you know, well, Medicare wouldn't. It took me almost a year fighting with them that I needed the lift on the chair. Uh, they uh -huh. usually don't pay for a lift. I says, well, you don't pay for it for people that don't need it, but people that need it, you should pay for it. Right. Hey, they give wheel they give wheelchairs over here to people that drive cars, not only walk. They drive cars. It's yeah, uh, yeah. I, yeah, it gets pretty silly sometimes. You go to these uh, supermarkets and you see the people that need to ride around in the carts and they're, you know, 200 pounds overweight. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing some of these people that uh, don't qualify get it. I know. I know. Well, you know, yeah, you know, I uh, I need a handicapped parking uh, sticker, and you, have, you see how many people. I love to go to the mall and watch people pull into a handicap spot with a with a, a sticker and uh, run into the mall. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, you well, know, what, are we, always, what are we featuring today? Who's the star well, of the week? Well, you know, I was just still listening to that song, and. Uh, I started to think, you know, how if we had the money, Rudy, if we had the money, if money was not an object, how much would we pay to go back to the sugar shack as it was? Jesus, it's, uh, you know, I get nightmares thinking of it all the, all the time. I, since we did this program, I can't let it go. It just keeps coming back. Oh, Certain yeah. things. I mean, yeah, beautiful, gee, beautiful, beautiful times. I mean, ah. I got a homeworker that's got a, a soul program. She's only about 25 years old, and all she does is play soul music. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was in, uh, yeah, I don't know uh, if you, uh, if they were here when you were here, the Lamberts, um, produce stores, you know, they sell vegetables and fruit, and uh, a couple of them even sell meats and fish, but they're the old-time, uh, you know, like I we had in the Haymarket. Yeah, well, anyway, lately, yeah, lately they've been playing uh, soul music when I go in there, and boy, I'll tell you, it just kicks up the, uh, the whole place jumps. You know, it's, a, it's an amazing thing, like, uh, over the years, I found why I got attracted to it, because it has a message. Compared to all this other thing, uh, all this other music, canned music, that's more danceable. I mean, uh, 
it's danceable compared to the soul music that had a message. So uh, oh, I, I don't know how to define it, but you just can't beat it. You can't beat that soul oh. music. That's right. In my my opinion. Well, that's why we do this show. Um, you know, let's play. Uh, I heard that she's going to be somewhere real soon. I uh, I don't know if it was a TV show, but I think she definitely she's also touring uh, the New England area soon. Uh, Maeve Staples. Let's listen to a little Staples singers. Here we go. Oh, Maeve. Yeah, they work for us. Yeah.
a caller. Oh. I just love it. Yeah, I love it. Don't you love it when this happens? We just decide to do the show at the last minute. We put it out on Facebook, and we get a caller. Hey there, how are you? This is Tom Hayes, Boston, and Rudy Garino in Las Vegas. And this is handsome Sonny Lovelace from Boston. Hey, hey, hey Sonny! <laughs> hey, Billy, Rudy! <laughs> Great Sonny Lovelace, how are you? I'm fine, how you doing? I'm still kicking ass. Uh, we just uh, we just thought we'd do a show today, and we got lucky already. See that? We're just saying. Yeah, how yeah, yeah. I've been calling for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, we're just saying how soul music can never be forgotten because it packs a message. That's the God's Com- truth. Compared to the yeah. seven music, dance music. You uh, got all the. I got a young girl um, who helps me up, and uh, she's about twenty-five, and all she does is play soul music. She's got it on her smartphone. Oh yeah. We play, we play guessing games. Guess who this is? Guess who this is? You know. And yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I try to guess the artists that are playing. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, I just called in. I got a couple of minutes to to say hello to you, both you guys and everybody else that might be listening. Uh, I'm getting old gracefully. I had a birthday, New Year's Day. I'm 77 and feel very, very fortunate to be still be here, you know? That's great. That's great. I'm 88. I had a birthday in January. I'm 88. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, uh, we're Capricorns. Yeah, I don't know how I made it so far, 88 years old. It's unbelievable. I know it. I Trying to get us for the last two weeks. 
Yeah, that's why it's important. You know, we try to try to do these. You know, a lot of times, uh, sometimes it's a little difficult, but you know, it just uh, lifts your spirits, doesn't it? When you get something like that. Yeah, that is. That's very touching. You know, and boy, the uh, gentleman that called in a couple of weeks ago, he spent almost an hour with us. What was right. the um, the bass player from uh, the People's uh, Band? Yeah, it's it's all good stuff. Great, great stuff. You know what I was thinking when I played the uh, opening song, and. Uh, you know how he said he has to go back to the sugar shack because that's where he met his baby. How many times have we talked to people that have met their wives there and vice versa, their husbands? That place was, talk about, you started it as a dating bar and then you went to a soul music club and it still became a dating bar. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. Well, yeah. yeah. It started you know, it, 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 They wanted to make it a bar, but the place was too big to make a data bar out of it, you know? Data bars well, are it, usually cozy and close together and all that stuff. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, that uh, that generated more love affairs and more uh, <laughs> more marriages and engagements and what have you, then uh, probably any, you know, today they have match, match. Go ahead. You know, there was one, one caller we had that came up with one of my secrets. I, I, I couldn't believe it. And the secret, she said, to the Sugar Shack was that they never threw anybody out. After the first show, you were invited to dance. I, and right. That was that was the secret to uh, be loving the Sugar Shack, because after a great show, she said she wanted to just get up and dance. And that's right. what I did. That's what I did. People wanted to have a minimum for the second show and this and that. I said, forget about it. Forget about it. I said, let them stay. If they want to stay, let them stay. We got plenty of room here to pull up the second show. So that's what kicked it off, more or less. And she was the only one that, on the broadcast show that uh, came up with it and identified it, identified with my one of my theories. You know, Rudy, I got the biggest smile right now because, I mean, first of all, to hear from, you know, Rudy, we're pulling people out of 50 years ago, Rudy, 50 years ago. They're calling in like, like the place is going to put on a show tonight. That's true. Just imagine all these years they still remember. Unbelievable. There was no way and you it, couldn't remember that place. And you know, what you're talking about now, you're right. You went in there on a Friday night. You caught the first show, what, at 8 o'clock or something? Yeah, 8 o'clock. Yeah. And usually you'd get there around, try to get there early so you got yourself a nice seat. And Sticker would always let me and my wife in. Right. <laughs> and right. we were poor kids. We were poor kids from Roxbury and Hyde Park, and we'd go in there, and we'd, uh, <laughs> my wife would keep a bottle of, of uh, scotch in her bag, <laughs> and we'd order a couple of setups, 
And then <laughs> the poor waitress would keep looking at us drinking all night going, these two just can't finish a drink. <laughs> and then, you know, uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people were telling me, oh, this guy just uh, looks like that. So I don't want to have fun. Who cares? You know, and we, weren't, we ran a loose operation. That's what made it happy. Well, you're damn right it did. And then, you know, so after the first set, you know, everybody would get up and dance. And it was, right. you're right, there was no rush out. You didn't throw people out into the street. They settled in. That's right. That was it. They had a, they had an evening of uh, entertainment, not just uh, an hour show. Right. And then, you know, you got the, and then the place, well, part of the show, what the best part of the show, a lot of nights, well, not as good as the acts, but was watching the <laughs> watching the floor show, watching the pimps and the and the you know the ladies of the night and all of their finery. You're right, walking you know, up the runway. Oh God, you know I I don't remember his name, but my buddies do. That there was a cat who was really famous. He used to come in a leather suit, different leather suit every week. And, and all, everything matched from a cane that he carried to his hat. And uh, right. I would just wait, wait for that guy. I don't, do you remember his name? Oh, no, I don't remember his name. But I remember there was one guy, you're right, he had a, even a matching cane. <laughs> everything yeah. matched. Oh, and he struck. You know, he, he picked his time, too. He didn't come in early. He waited till the place was packed. And then he'd yeah. <laughs> I tell you, I don't think there's a movie set in the world that could rival the craziness of that place. Right. Well, like you say, we, if we had some money, we could produce our own thing and uh, do the festival, do a book deal, do all these things, and then the, it would get out there. But it's so hard to convince somebody that 50 years ago this happened. <laughs> it's, uh, unless we find somebody that got famous that that uh, participated at the Sugar Shack and, uh, and came forward, you know, and helped us out. But uh, so far, that's about it. Without well, money, you, know, you can't. Yeah, well, you know, Rudy, I... The one thing that keeps me going here is, you know, I've got, a, I'm struggling a little bit myself and I'm trying to get my other project going as well. But, you know, I'm a believer. Just like today, we had Sonny call in and a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, the, the bass player for, for people. And, uh, you know, so we get these surprises, you know, these little things. You just, just never know uh, what will happen and how and, uh, so we just keep, keep, and first of all, I'm just, I, I love these days. I, I just love hanging out, talking to you, and getting, you know, surprised like, like we just did. We'll get, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. It's this, this happened for, the Sugar Shack, as you know, there was some kind of cosmic connection that made the, the Sugar Shack happen. For all those things to happen, for you to be, I mean, the backstory is just incredible that you were, um, you know, you went out to Vegas and then then to Miami 
and then uh, you know, and never knew even knew what the heck soul music was. And you saw Wayne Cochran, and there you go. Yeah, me and Jackie Gleason saw the same thing. Wayne Cochran, you remember? Yep, yep, absolutely. Well, I found out. You got that clip with Jackie Gleason. That's a funny thing. That's a funny story because it relates with me. And uh, we both had the same feeling when we saw this guy, Wayne Cochran. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, uh, I I think I still have that clip. Let me see if I can um, find that. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 I think I got it here, Rudy, let's see. Ladies and gentlemen, occasionally I go to a nightclub. I like to, uh, bounce around town and see what's going on. One night I dropped into a place called the Barn, and what I saw there I have never seen before and don't expect to ever see again. I'm going to introduce to you the wildest combination and the wildest guy I've ever seen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, and I know you're going to be wild about him, Wayne Cochran. the way uh, Jackie Gleason described it. And you you never saw anything and you never will see anything like him. (laughs) It was unbelievable. You know, it was the same feeling I got when I saw this guy. I I had to go looking for a host or somebody uh, to tell me a little more about this guy. This this guy playing his original songs. Do the songs belong to him? No, no. Guys, is that Luther Pickett, that's Sam and Dave, that's James Brown. He mentioned five or six guys. I said, when I go home, i got to look these guys up. Yeah, yeah. Jerry Vale and you were in the club that night. I got billboard, and uh, that's where it all started. The wild. Incredible. You know, the other day... I have all of this stuff is on my phone, all of these songs, and uh, sometimes it goes off, and I don't know why or how. And the other day, I heard uh, Wayne in his new profession. That the faith okay. of Christ in me. Uh, 
I can look at it when Paul says, I live by the faith of Christ in me. I can take that as the faith of Christ that is within me because he is within me. And the same faith that he operated on, I now have in me. But I also can take that as this. I live by the faith of the Son of God in me. Honey, he believes in me. He has said, I'm going to win. He said, I can do all things. He said, I can do greater things than he once did. He said, I can lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. He said, I can preach the gospel and people will be saved. He said, I can speak in other tongues. If I take drink of any deadly thing, it won't harm me. I can take up serpents. They can't harm me. He said, I can walk on water. I can raise the dead. He said, I can live in divine health, that I can be glorified. He said that I can finally put death under my foot. Amen. That's how much faith he has in me. God bless him. He was great. He was great as a soul singer, and he's great at saving souls, Rudy. And he's great as a preacher, too. That's what I'm saying. He's, he sang soul music, and now he's saving souls. <laughs> yeah, that was unbelievable. It's a real wild man. Well, I think the, the music got him wild because uh, he was playing all the music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I get uh, memories of Arthur Connolly doing all the guys with the sweet soul music. And now his oh. James Brown, his Sam and Dave, his this, that. And he was doing the invitation. Do you like good music?
Rudy. We got you back. We lost you for a second. Yeah, I know. We got a lot. Hello. Yeah, yeah, but here you are. Good. Uh, well, there was your sweet soul music. Yeah, let's play a little sweet. Wait a minute. Let's play a little slow, some slow, soul sweet music. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Here we go.
<laughs> to think that that happened every night. Every night, Rudy, a group like that came in and played that beautiful music. <laughs> it's, it's overwhelming. You know, I'm in the casino on Friday nights. There's a guy that comes in. The, he's an old-timer, Jerry Tiffy, and he plays all, uh, you know, danceable music for the senior citizens. Like It's like a couple of hours. And one of his big songs is uh, Tavares is More Than a Woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I go there just to listen to it. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm yeah, telling you, uh, it, it's, it's unbelievable, the music, the way it attaches, and it, it hangs on. <laughs> it hangs on. <laughs> Wow, uh, and to think that there was a place like the Sugar Shack that every night, seven, twenty, tw tw almost twenty-four-seven, it was, certainly was seven for the, for well, about eight hours a day. I mean, you opened at six and you went till till two, and uh, you know, and and it was all happening around that music, whether it was from the jukebox or from the stage. Hey, I'm going to play uh, a woman's... We, we've done this a couple of times. This is Sugar great Shack, to get the feeling of the shack. Sugar Shack! Wait a minute. That's, we'll play that at the end. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Tell your story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell this story. Just this story. Start over. Okay. okay. At the Sugar Shack, seeing the OJs. Nightlife was out. Pimps was out. Street was out. Eddie started singing Stairway to Heaven. There were stairs on each side of the stage. Stage was stage was only like two feet high, I believe, if that. Eddie got into a groove. And the the way the the way the club was, the nightlife folks rules. When I say nightlife, I, I have to say street folks and the men, they didn't move out of the way for anybody. Eddie started singing. Got so good to him, he left the stage. Still singing. Walking and singing, Stairway to Heaven. He went down the stairs singing. No microphone, just his natural voice. I can see it now. Head to the ceiling, just singing. He made a path. He was singing. Pimps got out the way. It was like Moses parting the waters and he sang. Eddie walked down those stairs singing. Walked across the back singing Stairway to Heaven. Walked back up the other stairs singing Stairway to Heaven and made a path. And then got back to the microphone and continued to sing. That was awesome. Because these street folks knew they had to give Eddie respect because he was singing from his heart. I'll never forget it. Truly. Night at the Shack. Night at the Shack. I got more night. Ooh, that was good. <laughs> so let's play Stairway to Heaven, Rudy. Right. Ain't that something, that introduction? Ain't that something? Yeah, that was the that was the place. I can see it. 
I can see it. I saw it. <laughs> Here we go.
<laughs> hey, wait a minute, Rudy. We lost you. Hang on. There we go. <laughs> Rudy. Is that unreal? see stuff like that. And that's exactly what that's what she said. He went off. He went off and he would he would step off that stage and walk right by the tables, right through the audience, right through the club, and he would testify like that. How do you listen to a song like that and not be moved? Right. Hey, let me ask you a question. I, I got a card here from uh, Robert Donahue Jr. Oh, yeah, that's the guy that uh, that came out to visit you, a friend of mine in the uh, film business, radiology business. Yeah, he filmed, uh, he, yeah, he interviewed me there, and this is his card. So what does he do or something? He's, uh, he's, he's, still the, he's still in the medical business. He's a salesman. Oh, I see. Yeah. All right. Phillips Healthcare. Yeah, it's a health All yeah. right. I was just going through the cart, and I just popped up. Yeah, great guy. Right. Great guy. Well, what else is new in Boston? Any new soul groups coming up? Yeah, well, I was just going to tell you, uh, I looked at the stylistics are coming, <clears throat> and uh, Maeve Staples well, is coming. Oh, where's, where's Maeve Staples going? I think she's going to be down in uh, Connecticut. She was a little tough. I tried to get her in Portsmouth. She was with Joan Osborne. Yeah, and, uh, I know. She's a racist. Yes, well, she's got her own. She's got her own documentary right now. Yeah. Well, what has he got to do yeah. with ours? Well, he, make... I know, but they, you know, he said that she didn't want to uh, take anything away from hers. You know, but that may change now that it's out. I guess it's on uh, Showtime or uh, HBO. Oh, she's got it out already. Yeah. So she may be open. We'll see. We'll we'll give a shout out. We'll put Susanna on it and see if Susanna can entice her to, to give us an interview. It was so funny. Her father was on stage and they didn't have much of a crowd. He says, "Oh, he's strumming his guitar," and he says, "Well, we don't have much of a crowd here. I don't know why." But the owner says he's going to pay us anyway, so we don't have to worry. <laughs> he, was, he was worried about getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, you know, so, everybody, that's one of, the, one of the things about Rudy Garino. They never had to worry about their money, no matter what. Yeah, it was unbelievable the way he said that. It was so funny. Well, he probably went to a lot of clubs where they wouldn't pay him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a 
There was a lot of that going on. Right. But you know, I we didn't. Uh, it was a different story in those days. The groups were willing to work and happy to work. And uh, and the agents didn't demand. The, the demands weren't that big or anything. They didn't ask for rooms. They didn't ask for champagne. They didn't ask for anything. But we gave them champagne and uh, drinks on the house. That's one thing we did. Well, you but know, no, people did it for... They people want did it the for the love. Yeah, but huh? people did it for the people did it for the passion and for the love as well as the money. Yeah, they were into the music too. The, uh, everybody was just into it. Um, that's why well, I'm convinced the Rudy Garino people think I was a gangster or this or that or whatever to hold the crowd back and everything. I think the music did it. Of course. The, Imagine the music, you know. Well, you just heard you just heard that you just heard that woman say that you know Eddie Levert steps off the stage and she makes and then we heard the song. How we how could anybody not be spellbound by that man singing without the, a microphone? And then the partner of the company uh, as, he, as he walked through the aisle. That's right. Yeah, Cheryl Wayne what? is that gal. Yep. Not the other. Amazing. I think Debbie Freeman that says about the the dancing that she loved after the show there was dancing available. Oh, it was again. It was a way to really celebrate the end of the week. There was yeah. I used to wait for Friday night. I mean, a lot of times we were in there Thursday night, but Friday night was the night. Everybody broke out on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> they couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. They couldn't, couldn't sure get couldn't. enough. And well, then they even, did a, they even did a matinee on, for the kids. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just... Uh, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. You hear a song like that, and you you can't help but think that, you know, was the guy putting that that much into that for the thinking of the dollars? I don't think so. Right on. You know, he wanted to he wanted to express himself. Yeah. Well, Rudy, this was a heck of a show. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, we gave them a little uh, entertainment. We told them how the soul music was discovered by Jackie Gleason and Rudy Garino at the same time. <laughs> that was not a... Well, let's but I'm, amazed. We start? I'm amazed at that Jackie Gleason story. Because it's uh, it just affected me the same way. In fact, I never knew Jackie Gleason ever had that until you played the clip. 
I know. I found it because I wanted to find something on uh, Wayne. Oh, that believe you know. I'm going to play that little part again with Jackie Gleason. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, occasionally I go to a nightclub. I like to uh, bounce around town and see what's going on. One night I dropped into a place called the Barn. And what I saw there I have never seen before and don't expect to ever see again. I'm going to introduce to you the wildest combination and the wildest guy I've ever seen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, and I know you're going to be wild about him, Wayne Cochran. <laughs> and then you took him up here and he busted up your club. Yeah, <laughs> he busted up the club. On opening night, he broke everything in sight. Broke chairs, ripped the curtains off the wall. <laughs> and oh, everybody was Go, I said, I'll kill him, that son of a bitch, we just throw work. <laughs> he said, let him go. Why let him go? It's a publicity. We got to build the club again. Uh, uh, Rudy, this was a lot of fun today. Yeah, is the time up? Yeah, why don't we, uh, why don't we close out with, um, here we go. You like, you like this song. We're going to close out with the Sugar Shack song. Here we go. Come on. Here we go. There it is. Sugar Shack.
was a heck of a show. Yeah. All right. Well, how's George doing? Yeah. He gave Kick me a call. We could, he gave me a call. He's uh, taking care of some family business, but he's still on board. Yeah, well, let him uh, get something out of there. You know, maybe you can get a, somebody to sponsor something. Well, you know, they got a... Yeah, Rick is working on it, and, uh, you know, we have... Yeah, Rick uh, out here, I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I want to go out there when he gets there. Yeah, I, I, I think my daughter was telling me. Yep. So we'll both come what? out and see if we can get... All right, so let's see if we can get something done so somebody might see it and uh, put some money into it. You got it, Rudy. All right, take care. Okay, and I hope you feel better. All right, thank you. All right, take care. Hey, everybody, thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. And uh, there you go. What? Uh, sometimes I just get bewildered and I get speechless because I get so emotional about thinking about those fantastic days and, uh, you know, hope the show conveys the feelings we had and what we witnessed and experienced at those amazing times. I mean, it's just never been duplicated again in my lifetime. I don't know if it'll ever be duplicated again, but to see, you know, see a city like Boston that had such a bad reputation for, uh, you know, racial tension and to see and experience a club downtown, a black club downtown, with a 300-seat capacity, and in some nights there were five to 600 people in there. They crammed them in so much. And to see everybody get along and to see that music and everybody playing for the love and the passion of expressing themselves with those beautiful love songs. I mean, you just heard Eddie Levert. I mean, who puts it out? Who puts it out there like that? Anyway... Thank you so much for those who are still listening. Please uh, spread the word and uh, call in, please. We love to have callers. Anyway, that's it. This is Tom Hayes signing off, and uh, have a beautiful, soulful day, week, springtime, whatever. All right, take care. Till next week. <laughs>